Hey everybody, how you doing? This is Chris. This is episode 173 of the TLRP. It is Saturday, September 16th, and uh, I wanted to just do an episode about the the economy and the, the updates. Sort of, there's some some data points that I think are important because because I think that that you know obviously Joe Biden is out there touting. His uh, is Bidenomics, <laughs> which is uh, ridiculous, but uh, I, I think that, and of course, the media is telling us how great everything is. And you know, I've been talking about this forever about how America is a totally unsustainable model. We're completely unsustainable. We are. We have more and more and more people who are not uh, independent, who are not self-sufficient, who are not able to. To get up, go to work, earn money, pay all their bills, uh, save for the future, buy a home, support a family, support children. You know, uh, they're not able to do this. It's becoming, and you know, that's part of what America was supposed to be all about, um, is passing on a better life to your children. You know, that's what, that's one of the things that used to be great about America, but it's becoming increasingly impossible. And... You know, unless you're one of the, unless you're a politician, you're you're Joe Biden, or if you're uh, one of the, if you're a member of the of a of a politically connected or protected industry, uh, and like I've talked about, you know, America is becoming a corporatocracy where the big corporations are essentially in bed with government. We're we're becoming a fascist country where, you know, you could say communist, you could say fascist, you could say corporatist. Either way, it's a, it's, we're, we're becoming a very centrally planned economy where the big businesses are in bed with the government and they get protected from competition with regulation and, and the small businesses suffer and every, basically everybody else suffers. And, you know, there's just more and more and more people who are dependent on government and fewer and fewer people who are actually paying the bills, you know. <laughs> so, um, and it, it's it's all about debt, also. You know, we're we're basically a country that is that is just built on debt. Um, so, I want to just go over a couple of the some of these. There's about eight or nine of these things, these data points I wanted to talk about. So, first of them was um, business bankruptcies are up 17% in August over July. So, and now they've gone up 13 straight months in a row. So 13 months in a row. And chapter 11 filings are up 54% year over year. So, so we're, you know, business, like I've said, the, the big businesses are doing okay. Although the, the, um, the, the car companies are, they're all, everybody's on strike right now. They just went on strike last night. Uh, but, but business bankruptcies are going up. So, so, um, businesses are dying essentially. Um, and we can look at, uh, okay. The national, national debt, national debt is spiraling upwards. Okay, it hit 1.6 trillion for the first 10 months of the year. That's 131% higher than the same point last year. And it looks like it's going to be about $2 trillion uh, this year. So, 
it, it goes to show you that if things are good, then why is the national debt go, still going up? You know, normally, when things are good, you pay off your debt. And then when, when hard times come along, okay, hard times, you have to, you have to uh, run up the credit card a little bit, or you have to dig into your savings. But, uh, but in the good times, you pay off your debt, and you don't go in or you don't increase the amount of debt. But we, we are at a record amount of debt, you know? And it's not, just, it's not just the national debt, it's credit card debt. So credit card debt for consumers is at an all-time record high, and, you know, it's not like that people are, are doing so well, they're running up their credit cards and then they're paying them off. And, well, you know, what? it's not that. Because credit card defaults are at, are at a 10-year high. And uh, car loan defaults are also at a 10-year high. So people are, are running up their credit cards and people are having trouble paying their credit cards off. So... You know, this is not, that's not an indication of, of good times, right? Because if times were good, people would be saving money. People would be paying off debt. Uh, people would be buying, buying houses. So that's another thing here. So the demand for mortgages, people buying houses, is at its lowest since 1996, 27 years ago. So nobody can afford houses, and I've talked about this before, about how you know, we had low interest rates during the whole Obama, all eight years of Obama, we had zero interest rates. And what that does is it makes it impossible for you to put money away and watch it grow. You, you can't just put money in a savings account or buy bonds and watch your money grow because the, the, the bonds were yielding zero. And savings accounts were at zero, were basically zero percent interest, zero point two percent interest, or something. It was terrible. So the only way you could make any money, any return, generate returns, was in in the stock market, which of course pushed the stock market up into a bubble. And then also the housing housing market. Uh, people were buying houses, big businesses, big. Um, Money managers bought houses and rented them out in order to generate some, some uh, income. And so that's driven houses, housing prices way up. And now we have higher uh, interest rates. And, and so nobody can, afford, nobody can afford the price and nobody can afford the, the, the interest rates now. So, so demand for mortgages is just plummeting. Um, and of course, that leads us to homelessness, okay? Homelessness is up 11% over last year. That's from Becker's Hospital Review. So yeah, nobody can afford homes. Everybody's running up their credit card. Uh, homelessness is up. Uh, the national debt is soaring. Um, and and then, you, you, then you have an unemployment. So the unemployment rate, up, r- rate went up from 3.5% in July to 3.8% in August. And you also, you kind of have to pair that with the jobs data that we've seen over the last, I think pretty much the whole year so far, every jobs number has been revised downward. So they've been, you know, they've been estimating the jobs created and they've always been wrong. They've always been wrong to the downs uh, to the to the upside. They were they were overestimating the number of jobs created. So, 
And, you know, well, look, we know why they're doing that. We're doing it because they want, because the headline is, oh, 250,000 jobs created. But then the next month when they revise that number down, that doesn't get a headline. That doesn't get a headline. They, they, the, the media just ignores that. And it's, you know, they do this on purpose because the media just lies to us all day long. That's all they do. Um, but um, so the, the other thing is inflation. Inflation, the CPI rose 0.6% in August, which was the biggest gain of 2023. And year over year, CPI went up from 3.2% in July to 3.7% in August. So inflation is going up. And it's because oil prices are going back up because because Joe Biden isn't selling any, any isn't dumping the SPR anymore. Remember, I talked about this before. The oil prices were going down because Joe Biden was dumping our strategic petroleum reserve oil onto the oil market to artificially depress the the oil prices to basically trick you into thinking the economy was better than it really was. Last summer, during the uh, you know before the run up to the twenty twenty two midterm elections, because so it was all politics, it was a trick. But that you know he's not doing that right now. I mean he's all, he he basically sold half of our, our our strategic petroleum reserve, so that's basically dipping into your savings, right? Th- those were national savings from you know, forty years of national savings that we 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 spent forty years saving oil. Uh, for a rainy day, uh, in case you know some serious, uh, uh, you know, a war or a, a natural disaster, or whatever, and Joe Biden basically squandered half of it to uh, just for for short term political gain. So, so you know, this is th- this is all leading. I think. I mean, I think we're. We are leading towards a, a a real crisis here, and it's because, look, I mean, the main part of this whole thing is Joe Biden's regulatory regime. He's a he is a central planner. He's a communist or a fascist, whatever you want to call him. A, a, he's a central planner, and he is using his power, really abusing his power, to basically centrally plan the entire economy. He's He's issuing literally his his regulatory bureaucracy is issuing orders to the various to to you know from uh, uh, to the different companies that make everything pretty much everything from cars to light bulbs to dishwashers to everything I, I mean everything and uh, and and food uh, you know everything so. He and he's waging a war on energy, on affordable, abundant, reliable, convenient energy. And so, and since energy is energy prices are a component of every price, price of everything is going up. And uh, you know, so our entire economy is becoming is becoming less efficient because everybody is busy dealing with these ridiculous regulations and they're just diverting their their energies away from actually growing food and building cars and you know do, they're 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 diverting resources away from all that stuff and and having to spend resources and time and energy and money and manpower on dealing with these regulations and 
Uh, and so you, you, you add that on top of the uh, basically outlawing affordable energy and yeah, we're, we're in big trouble. And I think once the, once the unemployment numbers really start to go down or go up, once unemployment starts to, to turn around and go up, uh, we're gonna have we're gonna be in real serious problems, serious trouble. Because what does the government do when people go on unemployment? Well, now it has to spend even more money. So, so you know, right now supposedly times are good and we're at record deficits. And when what what happens when things are bad? When all these you know thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of people are on welfare, are on on unemployment, and now the government has to spend even more money. And those people are now are now now they've switched from taxpayers to tax consumers, right? Before they were working and paying taxes. Now you know if they lose their job, now they're not paying any taxes. They're not working. They're not paying any taxes. Now they're they're tax consumers. They're getting tax money. So things are going to get just you know things are going to get very very bad. I think. And it's look. I mean, we deserve this. This is America. We we voted for for. You know, so many Americans are, they don't care about any of this stuff. Uh, they care about abortion. You know, most Ameri- most Democrat voters, they care about abortion. That's all they care about. And they care about, you know, I don't want to be a racist. So they vote for a communist, you know. So Joe Biden's a communist. The Democrats are communists. And we are descending into communism, a, a centrally planned economy that is not going to be able to produce enough you know, that's the, the, the hallmark of the Soviet Union was a – it was not able to produce enough so that the people would have an abundance. You know, the Soviet Union and was not a abundance economy. It wasn't a, an economy where everybody had lots of everything. No, it was a scarcity economy, and that's what we are turning into. Well, America is going to turn into a scarcity economy. Because we're turning our backs on freedom, on on the free market, we're we're turning into a communist country, and you know, so we're gonna get what we deserve, and you know, I just I, I hope maybe maybe we can turn turn this thing around, but we have to we have to fight this battle. Each one of us has to fight this battle uh, every day, all day with our friends, our neighbors, our work, our, our, uh, people we work with, uh, our family members. We have to talk about this all day, every day. We've got to convince people to turn away from this communism, this path down the road to, to communism here. So, all right, that's it. That is episode 173. Uh, if you like this podcast, give me some good ratings. You can see me on Podbean. You can message me. You can support me. You can follow me. You can you can find me on I'm I'm at Chris Farrow on Getter and Truth and Gab and Minds and MeWe and uh, I'm I'm Libertarian Rep Three on Twitter and so you can find me there and I will see you next time. All right, bye bye.